Welcome to the Port Melbourne Football Club podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. With me is Port Melbourne's Jack of All Trades. I reckon that should be on your business card. Uh, you have that many titles. Sam Wharton, uh, welcome. Congratulations on the win on the weekend. Was a uh, Got out of the blocks early and then uh, and then held the Werribee boys off. Yeah, thank you very much, Kevin. It was a, um, a really good game of footy and a really good exhibition of... Um of um, footy from both sides. Always good to welcome a standalone club to uh, our home ground of Adcon Stadium. And um, yeah, look, quarter quarter time, we looked at the scoreboard, it was six goals to nothing, and we're obviously in a pretty good position to win the game. But I think it's fair to say after that, Kevin, your boys at Werribee were uh, very, very impressive um, and uh, gradually uh, pulled us back. But we just had enough, uh, enough in the tank at the end to get over the line, which was very pleasing. And um, after uh, being zip and two when we did the first podcast, yeah. it's nice to um, uh, catch up a month later at four and two. So, um, yeah, we're in a a pretty good uh, position, but obviously another big test to come this week. Yeah, it is a big uh, head down to Casey Fields, which is not close to anything, uh, particularly Port Melbourne or any other thing, but uh, it's it's a tough trek too. Yeah, it always is. Um, they're always perennially um, right up near the pointy end of the ladder and uh, they're obviously in some super form at the moment having knocked over uh, Werribee, uh, Essendon pretty comfortably um, on the weekend just gone. So it's going to be a big game. Now, a big podcast. That's what we've got because we've got uh, we've got legends uh, aplenty and and current players aplenty as well and a lot to get through. Yeah, it's uh, good to um, cover off on all facets of the club. We've got um, men's team, women's team and obviously a past legend of the club as well. So um, we've got uh, plenty of areas covered and looking forward to uh, to getting into it. And at the end, we'll uh, go through uh, what's coming up at the club and give you all the details of that. But shortly, uh, Harold Heatherton will uh, join us to, to talk about uh, the Barrow Women's and uh, one of the uh, one of the real legends of the of the Footy Club coming up at the end. But uh, at the uh, start of this podcast, let's get to one of the current players. Joining us on the uh, Port Melbourne Footy Club podcast now, man who bobbed up on the weekend with another very good performance, kick three, Blake Pearson uh, joins us. G'day, Blake. Thanks for uh, being part of the podcast. G'day, guys. Good to be here. Uh, Blake's been with us for about five or six years now, Kev. He came to us as a very young and raw talent. We've seen him now grow into uh, one of the elite small forwards of the VFL competition. Absolutely. So, um, And on fire. So a very timely chat to uh, to have him on the um, on the line today. How's the start of the season been, Blake, both from your perspective and the individual... Uh, sorry, your individual perspective and the team point of view? Uh, well, probably a um, poor start to the year, I would have thought, dropping the first two games. Um, always hard playing Willie at Willie and then Richmond at Richmond, but... Um, we were definitely expecting a better showing, but then I guess over the next next month, um, we've played some pretty good football, so we're now back on track um, this year, and uh, the boys are looking pretty good. And what do you uh, credit the turnaround in form to over the last four weeks? Uh, I've probably gone back to, or got a lot better at our structures. Um, definitely against Richmond, um, we were pulled out of shape a fair bit, and um, there was a fair bit of learning to come out of that game. And I think over the last month, we've really built um, on our form um, and our structures certainly hold up um, against the best sides. Um, and we've just held them for longer and been able to grind sides down. It looks like you're having fun as a group this year, Blake. That's one observation I've certainly made from the sidelines. And despite the fact that we've been training off-site during the pre-season, the vibes right from the start of pre-season have been great right throughout, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think... 
Yeah, it's definitely a, um, a different feeling amongst the group this year. Um, I think everyone's uh, – there's just a better connection between the group, I think. Um, in previous years, we've probably had um, little click groups amongst each other, and um, this year it's sort of that vibe and that connection's really, really strong amongst the group. Um, and I think over the last month, you've really seen that. We've all um, seemed to get around each other a fair bit more um, and enjoying your football. And I think that's probably when you do play – your best football when you're enjoying it, having fun um, and just having a laugh because, yeah, no point taking life too seriously, I wouldn't have thought. Good message. Uh, and part of that vibe, I reckon, has been the addition of some very experienced players who you've played a lot of football against uh, the last few years. Uh, ben Jolly, Jared Blair, Tom Goodwin. What have those types of boys been able to bring to the side this year? Uh, you probably hit the nail on the head there, Sam. Uh, experience. Um, pretty invaluable having... Uh, Obviously, Jared Blair with that 150-odd games of AFL experience. Ben Jolly, 270-odd games of VFL football. And then Tom Goodwin, a captain. Um, obviously, Ben Jolly was as well. But just that experience and leadership that they bring um, amongst the group, whether it be at training um, with standards or out in the game. Um, they probably don't talk too much, but when they do, um, you really do listen and um, learn and try and take as much in as you can from these guys because they've obviously played some pretty high-level football, um, and they're obviously wanting to come here for team success. So anything they do say um, really resonates with the group and we try and take on board. And you mentioned leadership. You're actually officially now part of that leadership group, a new addition to what we dubbed our Emerging Leaders in Season 2019. How's that title sitting with you at the moment and how are you enjoying that side of the game? Oh, I'm loving it. Um, I think over the past six years I've sort of grown as a person and as a footballer I think um, if you had told me when I walked into the club that I'd be in the leadership group I probably would have laughed at you um, with the way I was playing and probably how I was preparing but um, I love that leadership side of things and it's something I'm continually trying to develop Um, by no means am I a perfect footballer or um, a leader but um, getting that support from uh, Geordie and Toss as captains and then Mac and Red as well who have They've obviously been on the sidelines, but um, really loving that opportunity to help lead the group and, um, yeah, really good feeling about what we can do in 2019. And you've been at the borough for six years now, believe it or not. We actually had a, a conversation off mic, Kev, about yeah. uh, it's quite quite remarkable, really, that you're still um, such a, a young age. Um, what do you like most about actually playing at the club and competing in the competition on a weekly basis? Because it's, it's obviously not easy as, as, as a standalone outfit coming up against those alignments and the AFL clubs week in, week out. Uh, I think being in the standalone is probably what drew me initially to Port Melbourne. Um, And I guess having 22 blokes that run out next to you um, all there for the same reason um, is a big contributing factor. Um, You do hear of a lot of um, those aligned clubs where just that connection between the AFL guys and um, those that play for uh, the team, just that connection isn't there. So... Um, that's what I really enjoy. And then obviously the, the passionate supporters that we've got. Um, nothing better than running out in September on our home deck um, and you've got the fans there screaming for you and giving it to the opposition. Um, can be a pretty hostile environment at times, but definitely um, enjoyable when it's when they're there for, for you. Must be nice to be back on the home ground too. Uh, definitely, yes. Uh, few of the, or definitely, a lot of the boys are happy that we're not... Uh, training out at Salesian. Um, it actually suited me because it was about 10 minutes from my house. But, right. um, yeah, no, the ground is awesome. It's in um, great condition. And, yeah, there's just, I think, a added vibe when you run out uh, on training um, with the ground looking the way it is and 
being back on our home deck. Uh, we pride ourselves as well on not losing at home, um, which we've done so far this year. Two from two. Um, and we just want to, yeah, be a hard team to play against at home, which we're proving so far, which is nice. And just a little bit about your life outside of footy, Blake. I believe you keep yourself busy during the off-season with your uh, your cricket at, uh, at Glen Waverley. And um, you tell me that uh, Kev might have been involved in the uh, the competition's uh, voting or best and fairest the other On night, which you, um, night, yep. it was a familiar face to, uh, to, <laughs> to, to, to see up the front there. Uh, do you want to maybe elaborate a little bit on that? And it's obviously another passion of yours outside of footy. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing that up, Sam. I try and um, keep that on the download. The old, uh, I don't think the old cockroach likes, uh, <laughs> me likes uh, the, the old cricket too much. But um, no, I do play down at Glen Wavell in the uh, Eastern Cricket League. Um, just a bit of fun with, with a few of the mates from school. Um, and finally, actually made some runs this year, which was nice. So yeah, as you said, Kevin was the MC on Friday night at the League Awards. Um which, yeah, it was a small world. So I really enjoy that aspect. Um, obviously, used to play a fair bit of it when I was a little kid. Um, and it's nice just to have a little bit of a hit um, on a Saturday morning, just in the off-season. I only played just before Christmas. Um, once Christmas comes, I sort of turn the attention more towards football and um, prepare for the season ahead. Mate, you're having a terrific season three on the weekend. Uh, you feel you're in, uh, you're enjoying your own form at the moment? Uh Yes and no. It's always nice to kick goals, but I reckon I've probably uh, probably given away a few goals as well over the course of the start of the season. There's um, been a few that I've missed that have been pretty simple. So if I kick those, um, probably looking having a better season. But just trying to become a bit more consistent with my game. I'm ten off so far this season. Have probably uh, gone in and out of games. Um, but it was nice to get on the board or get on the end of a few on the weekend, um, along with Campbell Walker and. Really trying to build, I guess, a formidable forward line that's hard to play against. Blake, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, all the best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Blake. Port Melbourne Footy Club podcast. Our attention, Sam, now turns to the uh, the Borough Women's Football, and uh, and the senior coach of the Borough Women's is joining us now. G'day, Harold. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Kevin. Very well. Harold is our uh, women's coach this year, Kev, as you said, and in actual fact, for some of our older generation supporters, they may remember Harold as the former captain of of, uh, of the club back in the uh, the early 90s and uh, certainly was a very good player in his own right and uh, he's uh, now taken over the role of the uh, the women's um, team of, of 2019 and um, three weeks old now the season proper. Harold, what have you made to the start of the season? Uh, yeah, Sam, it's been a... Um pretty testing start to the season um we've uh probably not had the uh most ideal draw um coming up against uh, our f- actually first four rounds we come up against uh four finalists from um last season so um given our inexperienced um group it's it's uh it has been a pretty tough start uh, just a little bit um, before we elaborate, elaborate a little bit more on that. Just a little bit about your um, playing background, Harold. I, I mentioned off the top you're a previous um, captain of the club back in, in between 1990 and 1992, um, and I believe an off-field, uh, sorry, an on-field incident saw your playing career uh, uh, cut short. Are you able to talk a- about your time as a player at Port Melbourne and provide a little bit more detail about that incident that caused you to retire at such a young age? Uh, yeah, Sam. I, I uh, joined Port Melbourne. Um in 1987, uh, at the time, uh, Port was coached by 
another legend at Port, uh, George Allen, and um, assisted um, by uh, Sam Holt. Um, I think uh, most people out there would, would know those two names as um, pretty good Port people, and uh, they they um, they really looked after me when I got to Port and made me feel welcome, and um, as did as did the rest of the players and, and the uh, certainly the supporters, and uh, yeah, I um, was lucky enough to slot straight into the team and um, we made it through to the grand final that year in 1987, unfortunately uh, going down to um, Springvale uh, in the grand final. But um, yeah, that it was, um, it was certainly, it was certainly a great, uh, great debut season. Um, I, I loved every minute of it and, um, and uh, certainly enjoyed my time um, under, under George and Sam when I got there and, uh, yeah, played for a couple more years um, under those guys before Brett Yorgi came to the club. Um, he was actually captain coach at that point. And um, then I took over as captain, uh, yeah, in, in uh, 1990 um, from from uh, Brett. Um, then uh, I think it was around 1990, Doug Searle took over as coach. And um, he was also a pretty good influence on, on the group, Um a lot of experience he'd been at Richmond um, coaching, I think, their under-19 team um, prior to coming to Port. And uh, he was great for us. And we made finals again then. I think it was in 1990 as well. Um, we also made finals in 88, uh, but going out, uh, probably I think it was in the preliminary final. Um, and then uh, in no- 1992, uh, I copped a, a late hit, um, got kicked a goal um, and sort of relaxed as, as you do. I was right in the goal square just going over the line and, and copped a whack late and got pushed in the fence and ruptured a couple of discs in my back um, which put me out for a while and uh, eventually uh, for those ruptured discs needed an operation to try to assist with it um, and following the operation the surgeons told me that if I continued to play footy I'd probably end up in a wheelchair so that was, uh, had to pull up stumps at the age of 25 unfortunately oh that is young how old is the back all right these days oh it still gives me a little bit of grief but yep. just uh, you just have to manage it and uh yeah it's just on a day-to-day basis it's it's like I, yeah it's, it's no it's no major drama I get through get through life okay but uh I just have to manage it it um, does give me a little bit of grief though so it was a, a, obviously a tragic end um, to your to your playing career, Harold. But what's it been like to to manage that foray into coaching um, some twenty odd years later? Oh, it's pretty exciting, Sam. Um, getting getting the opportunity to, to coach at the club that I, I I love and have so many great memories of. Um, it really is a privilege um, to to be welcomed back after you know, obviously a fair time away. Um, yeah, it, it's been fantastic, and just running into so many old faces, um, you know, that have, that were there when I got there in '87. That you know, a lot of the same people are still still at Port, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, and even just on Saturday at the game, one of the first guys I ran into, um, Pugs uh, Henry, he he was he's still training and rubbing the rubbing the legs of the the current day players at uh, at Port, and he was he was one of the trainers that looked after me. Um, along with Ernie Wharton um, back in the day. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, my grandfather Kevin, uh, just off uh, off the record there, Ernie, Ernie Wharton, an absolute legend of the yep. club, and um, I suppose similar to Harold, it's it's you know personally a um, great privilege for me to be involved um, and carry on that that sort of family name. Um, just going back to your initial decision to take on take on the role, Harold, what was what was the influence on um, on what made your mind up to actually um, you know come on and coach the girls? Oh, Sam, it was. It was actually the the girls that were the biggest influence. Um, I, I had the opportunity to uh, get down to a few games last season and um, to you know initially to watch the boys play, but um, the girls were were playing a couple of times that I, I visited and uh, you know met a few of them and had a bit of a chat about you know footy in general. And they were I just could not believe how um, their their spirit and and they were just a terrific bunch of girls and their thirst for knowledge, they, their enthusiasm was quite infectious and their will to learn, um, you know, just general conversation with them. Their, their want to improve and understand the game was off the scale. I was so I was so impressed by them. And um, then at the end of the season, the opportunity came up to uh, put my hand up for the role and I was, yeah, I was lucky enough to get it. But it was certainly the, the girls themselves that were the biggest influence. And do you want to maybe elaborate on some of the individual standouts uh, since you've taken on the role, Harold? I, I assume someone like Belinda Owsley would be pretty central in your mind after she was recently announced as captain of the interleague team that will be playing this weekend. Yeah, Belinda's a um, is just a, a fantastic, you know, both individual and a footballer. She um, really, really impressive. Uh, she went and trained with the interleague uh, team or squad, and yeah, just. Uh, in the last couple of weeks was named captain of, of that team, which is just a great accolade. And, and you know, we're all very proud of her. Uh, it was, it's a fantastic effort. And she'll, um, she'll do us proud when she runs out, um, you know, captaining the league uh, next weekend. Um, they're playing. Um, another another one of our great players is a girl called Paige Holt. She's our captain. Um, she's... She's the niece of yeah Sammy Holt, David David Holt, um, who obviously uh, is a club legend. Um, and she actually fractured her hand about four weeks out from the first game. She had three fractures in her hand, um, and the surgeons told her that uh, it needed to be operated on, but that would keep her out for minimum half of the season. Um, and in true Paige Holt style, she. Um, had some stern words or a little different idea than what the surgeon had and told him that uh, in no uncertain terms that she won't be getting it um, operated on and she'll be uh, ready to play round one. And sure enough, she ran out for us in round one, which is just, yeah, it's pretty inspiring. Tough as pretty inspiring. Um, yeah, absolutely. H, just given the uniqueness of our, our involvement in the AFL Southeastern Division One competition, we're very lucky in comparison to some of the other clubs in the comp, uh, aren't we? You know, the facilities, the infrastructure, obviously all help contribute to that professionalism that we will, will hopefully see us submit for that VFLW licence in 2020. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, Sam. Um, to have the facilities that, that we do, um, to be honest, I, I'm not sure the girls fully understand how lucky they are to have that opportunity to play play at port um and we are talking we, are, we obviously talk about that but when we go and see some of the other teams around uh the southeast the facilities that they have to uh endure versus what we have is second to none like there it's um chalk and cheese uh our, our our facilities our new you know the new upgrade of the ground the ground is in pristine condition it's like a bowling green out there at the moment and um despite 
the bit of rain last week and, and both both teams playing on it on Saturday, you know, there's not a mark on the ground. It is, um, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is it's really good. Um, but, you know, hopefully next year if we can get into the, uh, into the VFL, you know, it, it'll just be a great opportunity for, for girls out there to, to play with, you know, one of the most famous clubs in, in Australia. Um, you know, the culture, the tradition, um, you know, to... to learn about what it means to pull on a Port Melbourne jumper is, um, yeah, it, it's some it's some great opportunities coming up for some girls out there. Absolutely. And just very quickly, H, um, until then, uh, for the rest of the season, what, what are some of the aims for both yourself and the group as a whole, um, uh, currently where it sits? Um, well, despite our, our slow start to the season, you know, certainly uh, not gaining the points in the first three games, um, you know, we're, we're looking... You know, for continual improvement over the year. And um, the girls have come a long way just from when we started back training in October. Um, from where they started then to where they are now is is a credit to them. They've worked really, really hard and they they continue to prove each, improve each week. Um, we, you know, we're looking to give the girls a, a better understanding of the game, you know, every opportunity that we can and, and you know, give them a great experience. And, we, you know, we're teaching them about you know, game sense and, and we're nurturing that talent that we've got and um, whilst you know the the uh, on the board at the moment we're zip and three um, we're still certainly aiming to uh, make finals and um, yeah, have a run run at it in, uh, in the second half of the season good luck Harold uh, thanks so much for your time on the podcast been uh, terrific to catch up good to see that uh, you know the backs not giving you too much uh, buggery these days and that uh, you're obviously uh, uh, having a great hand in in uh, shaping the future of the women's side of the of the club uh, well done on that and uh, and thanks for your time appreciate it Thanks very much, Kevin, Sam. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, H. Good on you, Harold. And uh, another uh, Port uh, legend coming up next. Plenty of positive feedback from the first podcast, Kevin, and one of the suggested segments for us was the inclusion of some past borough greats to be involved in a little chat. Good and idea. Normally, I would provide a long-winded introduction to our to our guest, Kevin, but this guy surely needs uh, or doesn't need that. He's yep. um, he's our most recent 200-game player and premiership skipper, Toby Pinwell. How are you, Toby? I hope and trust that we haven't interrupted you on the golf course or some <laughs> other uh, nah, legendary activity on this Monday morning. I'm well, thanks, guys. Hopefully you don't wreck our chi. It's me and Sam Fleming playing uh, Sam Dwyer and Steve Long in a, in a game. We're two up after three, so hopefully we can keep the momentum going. I was going to say, it wouldn't be very competitive much. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of trash talk out here, so it's... Um, the, the, winner by, uh, the losers buy the winner's lunch, so hopefully there's some lobster in the clubhouse today. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to since the career's finished, Toby? More out of curiosity, have you even kicked a footy in anger since we uh, saw you lift the cup in that famous victory against Richmond? No, I haven't. Not in anger. I've uh, had a couple of kicks with the nephew, and that's about it. So I um, was never much of a kicker anyway, so hardly uh, out of crack. <laughs> but you're still keeping a close eye on how the boys are travelling, no doubt, and uh, thoughts on how um, it's progressed um, since your uh, departure at the end of 2017? Yeah, look, it's going really well by the um, look of it. I've been to a couple of games, and you know, I think it's great for the club that they've got a couple of the past players there coaching. I'm going to have to have a drive here. One second. 
<laughs> this is where we turn into a golf commentator, Sam, and now Pinwell is uh, just, uh, I think he's playing the five iron here. That's a shock, shock and drive to the right. There you, you go. Know, <laughs> I was going to say, blocked it to the right, showing it would be out of bounds and he'll be taking a penalty stroke. <laughs> exactly, exactly what's happened, I reckon. Uh, sorry about that. Tobe, um, you formed, obviously, a close relationship with Ezzy over the journey. He was basically your sole coach from the start of your VFL career right through until the end, and what a fitting way it was to see it out, lifting that cup with him on the dais that day. Yeah, absolutely. He's, um, I had a couple of coaches before him, Jared Fitzgerald and Sadi Garzi, but it was really Ezzy who gave me, gave me a real opportunity at senior level um, and really backed me in and gave me the belief. So to go through everything we went through together, um, you know, some ups and downs, and then to finish it the way we did and you know, tied together always as premiership coach and premiership captain. It's um, a pretty special ending, and it's uh, it's a rapport that I'm really proud of to have with him, and it's something we uh, you know, turn up to this day. And uh, you played a, a staggering amount of footy against um, Ben Jolly. Um, I actually spoke to your mother a few months back, and her comment to me was that she was shattered that you t- you retired too soon for you to play on the same side as each other. What's it been like to see him running around in the red and blue? And like all of us, it must be taking some getting used to, but I'm sure uh, uh, you've been a, 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 an admirer from afar of uh, Joel's for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. He was one of the um, you know, the best competitors we played against. Um, and he was always a, a really strong rivalry, but one that you know was played in the right spirit. So like my old lady, I would have loved to have played uh, with him in the borough and it would have been good to have him there you know, through the whole career. But it's definitely great to see him in the red and blue. I don't think anyone can dispute that it looks a hell of a lot better than that uh, ugly blue and yellow. <laughs> and uh, just uh, just quickly, Toby, how's, um, how's business? We, you're obviously going pretty well if you're on the golf course on a Monday morning, but we know you're still a strong supporter of the club in a sponsorship space through your business, uh, Phoenix Traffic Management, which is incredibly uh, generous of you to continue that. Um, do you want to just give them to a plug to our uh, listeners and fans? Yeah, it's going well. So it's an RDO, so thank God for the union. So they let you get out on a, every second Monday. So it's a little bit cruisier for us. Um, but business is going okay. We're, we're, we're plugging away and we've got a bit of work and it's great to be able to be in a position to, you know, tip a little bit of money back in because the club gave me so much, um, you know, the last 14, 15 years. So to be able to repay it um, in some small way is, um, you know, a huge honour. Toby, you drive for a show and you putt for dough. You better go and putt and see if you can get uh, get that lunch paid for. Appreciate your time, mate. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. All Thanks. the best. All right. I think we've sufficiently put Toby off his golf game, so uh, <laughs> he'll be uh, he'll be shouting lunch. Don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, look, terrific. Uh, Blake was fantastic. Harold, fantastic. And uh, and to finish off with Toby Pinwell, that is uh, that is a very very good podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Happy with that, Kevin. And hopefully the fans enjoy it because. Um as, uh, as I said to Toby, the first one got plenty of positive feedback, which is always nice. And, yep. um, uh, yeah, hopefully our fans continue to enjoy the uh, content that we can put together. Now, the next home game comes up on the 2nd of June. Yeah, we're out at uh, Casey, as we said off the top. We're out at Casey this week for um, a big game. We, we hope to see plenty of loyal Borough fans make the trip, as they always do, Kevin, which yep. we love them for that. Um, we've then, then got a bye, and our next home game will be against Collingwood on Sunday, the 2nd of June. And um, still plenty of time to get your membership. Um, there's obviously still eight home games uh, to come at Adcon Stadium during uh, the, the, the season, so plenty of value to be had. Yep. And um, we uh, we always know that the memberships are a, a huge driver of, um, of us as a standalone footy club, and um, we really appreciate the support that we do get. 
So memberships on the uh, on the website. Uh, check out all the news on the Facebook page and uh, keep in touch with the uh, with the Port Melbourne Footy Club. Good luck uh, for this weekend against Casey, and then uh, have a week off. Well, what uh, is the bye week a week off, or is the bye week a, a chance to catch up on everything you haven't had a chance to do? Uh, a bit of both, but it will actually be the weekend of my thirtieth birthday, Kevin. Oh. So it's uh, timed very well, and um, yeah, it'll be good to uh, good to freshen up and uh, get back into it after that. Didn't know you're allowed to do that when you put the fixture release in. Allowed to say yeah, it's my thirtieth birthday. Can we have the weekend yeah, off? It must have worked. Yeah. So I've obviously um, <laughs> I've done something uh, to please the, uh, the the high end of town, which is nice. So, the footy um, gods have smiled on you. Absolutely. So, but now looking forward to this week and uh, looking forward to the break, and we'll um, keep chipping away as we uh, we always do. Beautiful, good on you, Sam. Thanks. That's the Port Melbourne Footy Club podcast.